this and in front of uh, other artists. I got to open for this is just crazy to me to say this. You had me go to other colleges, Miami University and Oxford, Ohio, where I did a few shows there. Like Parents Weekend, I opened. You had me open for George Burns. I'm Damian Willis, and this is the Reporter's Notebook from the Las Cruces Sun News, a podcast in which we attempt to pull back the curtain on our reporting process while diving deeper into some of the biggest stories of the week. In this week's episode, we're talking to Sun News reporter Leah Romero, who covers trending news. We'll be talking about Barbara Hubbard, who turned 95 on July 12th and was celebrated last Wednesday, October 19th, at the Pan American Center at NMSU, a facility she once spent a lot of time in during her tenure as the university's special events director. Barbara Ann Johnston was born in Arkansas in 1927. After graduating from Henderson State, she went to Tennessee to pursue a career as a doctor In 1954, though, her career ambitions changed to become a teacher. She began teaching at Las Cruces High School as a biology teacher in 1954. On a blind date in the early 60s, she met her future husband, Pierce Hubbard. At last Wednesday's event, Barbara, or Mother Hubbard, as she is affectionately called, shared stories about her 60 years in the entertainment industry. A longtime resident of the Mesilla Valley, Barbara's been bringing big acts to perform in Las Cruces since the 1960s. As a nonagenarian, those efforts continue, and so does her passion for getting college students into the entertainment business. She is a force of nature, as anyone who has met her can attest to, and is hard to keep up with. Over the years, Hubbard has built up quite a reputation in the industry. This week, we're honored to be joined by Leah, who will talk about her reporting and how she has covered it as a reporter. First, Leah, thanks for joining us today. Of course. Always a pleasure. Let's just kind of start by talking a little bit about Barbara Hubbard, who is something of a legend in the entertainment industry and certainly in Las Cruces. What can you tell us about her? Right. Well, so she used to be with NMSU Special Events and she uh, officially retired from the, the university in the 90s, I believe. But she's still working, um, still bringing all of these big talents, big bands, big names to the Pan Am Center. And she's super passionate about her American Collegiate Talent Showcase program, um, so her ACTS program. So this year, she uh, she turned 95, and actually it was in July. And so they sort of celebrated and announced that the some uh, organizers put together a celebration uh, this month in October, kind of to, to let everybody who was on summer vacation come back and, and take part, right? So uh, yeah, they had a celebration this week, this Wednesday, to honor her, her milestone birthday and also raise money for her ACTS program. She uh, specifically mentioned that she's been a- unable to 
fundraise um, for scholarships these past three years or so because of, of COVID. And so they were hoping that through ticket sales and auction items and, and all of that stuff, um, that they would raise at least about $100,000 to go um, to all go to that program. So it was a big night and she's just the sweetest. She's everybody knows her and everybody calls her Mother Hubbard. And, you know, every, everybody just wanted to, to give her a hug and and wish her a happy 95th and almost a half birthday at this point. Yeah, my my dad attended NMSU from 1969 to about 1973 and attended many of the early shows that she brought to the then brand new Pan American Center. And while she's certainly known for her connections with some of country music's biggest names like George Strait and Garth and Reba and the likes. She also has close connections with some of rock and roll's biggest names, some of uh, comedy's biggest names for that matter. Absolutely. So famously, uh, Bob Hope is the one that uh, sort of started the nickname Mother Hubbard. So she has she worked with him quite a lot and brought him to Las Cruces. And then, um, yeah, so she's brought Journey. She's brought Kiss. There's uh, famous pictures out there of her sort of like makeuped up to look like a member of Kiss, which is awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she has I mean, she has connections. I to, think I think she's brought Metallica a time or two. Yes, Metallica. And those were actually some of the auction items available Wednesday night, kind of like signed posters, T-shirts, sweaters from those uh, those groups time in Crucis. So sort of like the 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 concert poster saying, hey, Journey's going to be in town at the Pan Am. Get your tickets. So, yeah, lot, lots of lots of crazy people, lots of phone numbers that she has her cell phone is probably <laughs> loaded with all those numbers her, her rolodex is uh pretty impressive absolutely and i probably have been to dozens of barbara hubbard concerts during my time in las cruces you know we're talking 40 years later and even as an nmsu alum uh you've probably been to your fair share too. Yeah, absolutely. One of my absolute favorites was Garth Brooks. And uh he was here a couple years ago, right? And he I want to say they they sold out, they sold they added a couple of uh, more concert dates. So I was there. <laughs> I think they um, I think they ended up with five. Right. And I was there like on the last night. Um, it was like a Sunday night and he was all let we're going until I can't sing anymore. <laughs> and we're just gonna go all out. Over the great. years, she she became close, really close to many of the artists that uh, she brought back year after year. And I think that that last time that Garth Brooks was here for what, like one show sold out in two and a half minutes and they immediately added another show and it just kept going until I think they got up to five. And my understanding is he insisted that he come here as a stop on that tour because of Barbara Hubbard. Right. Yeah. They, uh, a lot of people actually say, Hey, 
I I'm here. I'm enjoying the place, but Barbara Hubbard is why I even know about Crucis or why this even ended up on my on my list of dates. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. He and was it, one of those. It used to be, you know, I I'm going back to my time in radio, uh, and I worked pretty closely with a lot of concert promoters, including Barbara on a few things, but. It used to be back in the day after uh, I-10 was built that it was just kind of a convenient stop if you needed to squeeze a show in between Tucson and El Paso or San Antonio or something like that. You know, you could throw one more stop on the tour relatively easily. And over the years, Barbara's rep reputation kind of made it so that it was a destination. It was something they routed concerts through here just because of Barbara Hubbard. Right, right. She has an incredible pull. Yeah, absolutely. Now, since its founding in 1978, Axe has been serving as a bridge between dreams and reality for many young rising stars, both on and off the stage of the uh, live entertainment industry. The purpose of, of acts, the American collegiate talent showcase, which is what you mentioned earlier is to help students connect to scholarships that were established by Barbara and uh, the X program and its supporters. And, Last week's event was a fundraiser for that. What can you tell us about how that program works? Right. So Barbara was talking about it that night as well. And she kind of talked about how they they were seeing how sports scholarships brought, uh, you know, student athletes. Um, they gave student athletes uh a different um, opportunity, I guess. They're um, sure. connecting them with sports um, opportunities and furthering their careers. And so... Uh, and meanwhile, I, I that believe... wasn't happening in the entertainment industry, per Correct. se. Right. Correct. And so she was saying that, you know, they were seeing a need to connect these arts students to wider opportunities because they're out there and they just needed a sort of leg up to, to sort of... Uh, meet their dreams. So, you know, that, that these students are, um, performers, they're, they're musicians, but they're also those people that are behind the camera. So to, so to speak, people who are, are, uh, maybe or, or backstage manager, but, but yeah, backstage people. And when I say did, they did everything. All I did was just walk behind them because they fixed the posters, they set up the programs, they did everything. That's what the learning part of what we do when we try to offer this course that Jean Hertzman has let me squeeze in with her entertainment business as it relates to venue management. We want to teach these young people what it takes in one of the most lucrative businesses that's out on the market today that is hiring right and left. And I would love to see us increase that program. But I'm gonna go back and say, I've been 16 years without help, except for my interns at New Mexico State, because Pierce Hubbard was my intern when he 
very many times my boss. There were a couple of, of former students of hers that got up and, and spoke Wednesday, or last Wednesday, and they're in charge of sort of setting up concert dates, sort of, you know, lead, I guess, building the the enthusiasm for, for other artists. So you might not know them as a household name, but you know, like Jennifer Lopez, you know, all of these people who, <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> and this might be, uh, her choreographer or her, uh, set designer or something like that. Right. Or her, her term, tour manager or something like that. Sure. So yeah, absolutely. Um, all of these sort of, there's so many, um, aspects to the arts, to entertainment and the X program, sort of helps facilitate students um, getting involved with with all of them. RNS, two of my students are at the state fair that uh, helps run that institution, are involved with the AX program, which means we give out scholarships that we call, for instance, uh, Sam Rogers, that's the director of Spotify now, his uh, advisor called me, I guess this was about, like, what, 10 years ago or so? And we gave a scholarship to Davidson College, Sam Rogers, and he's now moved up the ladder in New York as the project, project director of Spotify. That's just one illustration where we give individual things based on what the advisors ask us to do and what they need. If you've ever had the pleasure of meeting, and uh, I've been in her home and interviewed her, meeting Barbara, you experience a person who very clearly enjoys life because this joy of living brings her passion that's always centered around helping others enjoy their lives too. And I'm sure that was on display at, at last week's event. Definitely. Um, I've uh, only met her once, actually, and I got I was within feet of her <laughs> Wednesday night, but everybody was swarming her, of course. But yeah, she's she's just sort of energy personified um, Wednesday evenings uh, sort of title of the event. It was 95 and very much alive. <laughs> so um yeah, everyone's like, well, we this was great, but like now what are we going to do for for her 100th and 105 and going forward cuz she's like I'm going to be there. <laughs> I don't yeah, know about you. I don't I don't know about you, but uh I'm planning on being there. Right. So um yeah, she's just she's very sweet. She's she is sort of like everybody's mother, right? She she just wants to help all of her kids get uh, a leg up and and make the connections and she has the she has those phone numbers she she knows the people and she's willing to to help you and and get you where you want to be going back to uh the the mother hubbard nickname my dad said that even back when he was in college in the the late 60s and early 70s everyone still called her mother hubbard already so it has certainly been a name that that uh has persisted what can you tell us about her her 95th birthday party kind of set the scene for us take us inside the room yeah so um it was at the pan am center right people walked in the sort of south i want to say southeast corner of the pan am took the elevator down 
tables were set up all on the the court floor. It wasn't the court floor, right? They lifted that up. But uh, so there were, I'm not sure how many tables, but there were completely sold out, 660 spots. Um, and it was packed. Everyone was just kind of mingling around. It was business owners. It was NMSU faculty, students, former students of Barbara's. And everyone was just kind of mingling around. They had a stage set up. And um, so there was some live music going on. There was a lot of auction items out there. So like I, I kind of mentioned before, there kind of, were... Uh, like around, um, the, around the edge of the floor? Right. So there were a lot of um, like former or past concert memorabilia. There were a lot of options, like local options that were up for, for auction. And then... Yeah. So you just kind of everyone was mingling around and it was about seven o'clock when Jeff Dunham, the comedian, got up there and he was the MC for the night and um, kicked it off. So he uh, he got Barbara up there and there was there was some great banter back and forth between them. And, you know, she has so many stories. Of course, she's 95 years old. Of course, you're going to have stories. So she kind of just starts telling them <laughs> and um He's like, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. Let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was great. I mean, she's taking the steps two at a time to get up there. And so, yeah, that was kind of the the kickoff. And then um, after everyone got dinner, they uh, started showing some videos. So Reba McIntyre, Garth Brooks, Brennan Hunt, they all sent in videos saying how they, they all wish they could have been there in person, but they they love Mother Hubbard and they can't wait to see her again. And um, yeah, so just kind of some special tributes. Um, Brie Bagwell also sent in a video and performed one of her new songs for Barbara as well. So that was special. And um, Barbara Padilla, the Mexican opera singer um, performed live. So that was a treat. And then later on um, that evening, there was a, a live auction. So they were auctioning like Michael Jackson memorabilia, memorabilia off. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Some incredible stuff. There was, there was like a package where I want to say it went for like $8,000, but <laughs> whoever that lucky winner was, they get to travel to Nashville with Barbara and then she's going to be kind of like their tour guide and take them to uh, a couple of concerts to the Grand Ole Opry. I want to say there was a, a Vince Gill, Amy Grant concert in there as well. So huh. that's going to be a special one. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of and lots of crazy stuff. At last I heard, and, and we should point out that uh, we're recording this Friday morning we still didn't know the exact amount that the silent auction had raised, right? Right. Um, they're still adding up the totals. They sounds sounds like they may be at it for a while. Right, <laughs> but lots of lots of great stuff. Uh, Coach Kill was in there bidding, and he was also uh, <laughs> running some of the of the auction items. So he was he was, was uh, deputized as the auctioneer. For the night, yeah, right. <laughs> Mario Mocha too, so <laughs> it was great. I'm sure that uh, Barbara would have plenty of stories to share if she was able to join us, uh, and we did reach out. But maybe she told a story or two at the event that uh, you can pass along. Yeah, well, so um, 
one of her, well, she has a lot of stories, uh, of course, with her, her celebrity friends, right? One of those that she enjoys telling and one that I've heard a couple of times now <laughs> is um, how she really enjoyed playing liver. Oh, gosh, what was it? Was it Gin Rummy with John Wayne? Uh, so sitting, yeah. sitting backstage with the Duke um, playing cards is one of her her uh, favorite memories that she's been sharing. And then, um, of course, a lot of a lot of interactions with Bob Hope. Like I said before, he's the one that kind of started the whole Mother Hubbard nickname. And sort of toward the end of the celebration, actually, they put on a video where they uh, she was there. And I'm not entirely sure the context at this point, but there was like an audience and they were singing happy birthday to Bob Hope. But they pulled it up and, and Barbara was there. And, you know, it was it was kind of neat to see that friendship from however many decades ago. And um, she still talks about him like he's, you know, she could just call him right up, um, which is, is pretty special, I would think. So uh, going back to last Wednesday uh, and the, the ceremony, what else happened? There was a street that uh, was announced to, to be renamed after her. Right. So um, Chancellor Avisu got up there and announced that the street in front of right in front of the Pan Am Center, actually, is going to be renamed Barbara Hubbard Way. And so he presented her with the actual sign. And since then, we've found out that the uh, the Board of Regents has already uh, approved this. So it's a done deal. Barbara Hubbard Way is is um, official. Uh, and and what, um, as somebody who's uh, been inside her home, if if this goes where I think it's going to go, I don't know if she has any more wall space to to hang her Barbara Hubbard Way sign, um, <laughs> unless <laughs> unless she cleared some stuff out during the silent auction. Right, <laughs> right. You know who knows, but uh, that'll be that'll be a cool one for NMSU to kind of commemorate that. The New Mexico Tourism uh, Secretary Jen Shorer was also there. And um, she read out a, uh, a proclamation from Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham that pronounced October 19th, the uh, the date of the event, as Barbara Hubbard Day. So statewide, um, we've got we've got Barbara Hubbard Day now, too. That is fantastic. Now, we talked about the, the birthday party being uh, hosted by comedian Jeff Dunham, who's uh, kind of a, a well-known ventriloquist and has performed many, many, many times at the Pan Am Center. How did that go? It was great. Um, he kind of he <laughs> got the ball rolling. He uh, was also up there with Barbara quite a, quite a bit. So um, they and they go back a long ways. So, you know, they were they were sort of just going ban bantering back and forth and and Barbara can definitely hold her own in that respect. And, and, and these people that I've gotten to meet and things I've gotten to do, it's all because of you, Barbara. And uh, so there, all right. <laughs> you done the road thanks for Barbara, okay? You have done a great job, too. Well, thank you. But, you know, you, you can't get off the launch pad without an engine helping you. And, uh, Barbara, your engine is uh, one of the things that helped propel whatever career I've had. And, uh, 
people out there, um, and their careers and their uh, whatever careers they are have gotten started because of your help and because you're selfless. You're selfless giving over and over and over again and not making any money and not taking a paycheck. And uh, it's just unbelievable. And I'm glad. I'm so happy that we're here to honor you tonight and to see what you're going to do for the next 95 years. And yeah, and then at the end, he brought out his his puppets and which so, was uh, that was kind of unexpected right because the way it was billed going into it uh was that he was giving them the night off and and he would just be hosting and emceeing the event that night right right it was definitely unexpected but all of a sudden he brought out i want to say it was walter <laughs> i think um, I, I think i did see a photo of walter who is kind of a uh curmudgeonly old man right right he had sunglasses on and you know jeff was like well look look who we have here it's the president of the united states <laughs> but uh yeah so walter was uh sort of thanking everybody and and uh again saying happy birthday to mother hubbard and and just kind of closed out the night when i've spoken with barbara she really has emphasized the importance of reaching out to students and passing along what she's learned throughout her career. Definitely. Yeah. Barbara made a point of, you know, pointing out that it was the, it's all about the kids and all about the students and their, um, and their futures. So one of the things that was also mentioned quite a bit at the, at the event was the possibility of renaming the Pan Am center the Barbara Hubbard, you know, performance center or something like that. And um, a, quite a lot of people actually brought it up. And when she had the mic, she was definitely like, no, this isn't, this isn't my uh, sort of, this isn't, it, she pointed out that it, the recognition it's not about shouldn't me. be on her. Right. right. It should be about the students. And, um, you know, the students are who she's helping and the students are, basically walking advertisements for the axe program because they're coming back and they're super successful working with, you know, Aerosmith with JLo with all of these big names and making names for themselves. So she was very uh, sort of deferential in, in that, like, thank you for the recognition, but the recognition shouldn't, shouldn't just be on me. It should be on all of the people working with the program and all of the students impacted. Yeah, I, I'm just, as you talk, I'm just thinking back to all of the shows I've seen at the Pan Am Center. People like No Doubt, you know, she she brought the Beach Boys to Aggie Memorial Stadium for a show. Just so many concerts throughout the years. Definitely, definitely. So many. And, um, and then they become friends with Barbara, right? And then they come back. So, which is such a cool thing. Yeah. What do you want to add, Leah, that we haven't discussed already? Just that uh, Barbara is so special and she um, she exudes that, you know, mother nickname. And she's done a lot for the Las Cruces, the Las Cruces community, even if you haven't met her um, personally. Like I I've lived here my whole life and I went to NMSU, but I only met her in July for the first time. And even, even at that, I told her who I was and she was like, took my hand and, and sort of asked my questions and was like, well, good for you for being with the Sun News. And, and, um, so she just wants people to, to thrive. And, um, you really get a, a sense of that 
even if you're you're not right next to her, um, she just you know that her name precedes her, and she's she's just an incredible Las Cruzan. I there's a there's a an industry magazine called Polestar which tracks concert ticket sales and things like that, and my first encounter with her really uh, my first one-on-one encounter was when she was inducted into Polestar's Hall of Fame. And I wrote a story and interviewed the CEO of Polestar and then called up Barbara for a comment. And she said, why don't you come out to my house? (laughs) And um, I said, well, yeah, okay, that would be great. And so we sat down around her, her dining room table and she gave me the tour of the whole house that has more memorabilia than you could imagine. Uh, it's, it's just phenomenal. It's like walking through the history of American pop culture. You know, and and it's it's like I said, it's not just musicians, it's it's comedians, it's uh, entertainers, it's actors. And it seems like everybody, you know, that you've got six degrees of of Kevin Bacon, but you could probably do three degrees of Barbara Hubbard. (laughs) Absolutely. It's kind of amazing how many how many people know her. And it's it's kind of. Like what? She's a she's in Las Cruces. How do you how do you know Barbara Hubbard? But they do, and they they can only say good things. Thank you so much, Leah. I think we've covered a lot of ground today, and I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks, Damien. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Reporter's Notebook. We also have a newsletter sharing reporter stories about well about how we report stories. You can find all of our stories and the rest of our reporting in the Las Cruces Sun News. A huge thanks goes out to Leah for joining us this week. You can read Leah's reporting in the Las Cruces Sun News. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many of the places you find your favorite podcasts. This has been the Reporter's Notebook from the Las Cruces Sun News. I'm your host, Damian Willis. This week's podcast was written and produced by me. Thanks to our news director, Lucas Pierman, for the additional audio heard in this episode. You can find all of our local reporting brought to you daily by reporters who live and work in Las Cruces online at www.lcsun-news.com or in the Las Cruces Sun News mobile app. For all of us at the Sun News, thank you for the privilege of your time.